When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, the podcast. Check the guys out live weekday mornings from 6 to 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio. Four days remaining to get all your Christmas shopping done ahead of Christmas Day on Sunday. Full slate of NFL games happening the day before the 24th or a couple on Christmas Day as well. Also plenty of NBA action happening right here on ESPN Radio and on the TV side on ESPN. Lot to be thankful for, lot to be excited about here on Keyshawn J. Will and Max Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman sitting in for the guys on this Tuesday morning. You can tweet to us, my handle at Courtney R. Cronin, Freddie's at Coleman ESPN, the show handle at Key J and Max. You can also hit us up on the Dr. Pepper call in line, triple eight say ESPN. 888-729-3776. So Freddie, I'm going to give our listeners right now an MVP vote. Something okay. that a handful of people who cover the NFL league-wide get a chance to vote on every single year in determining the MVP of the league. Now, Jalen Hurts going into Week 15 was the odds-on favorite to win. Patrick Mahomes right behind him, then Joe Burrow, then Josh Allen. Well, we get news on Monday that Jalen Hurts has a sprained throwing shoulder and his odds change dramatically. Patrick Mahomes now leapfrogs him. He's minus 300. Jalen Hurts, number two at plus 550. Those odds tied with Josh Allen and Joe Burrow. So we heard from Nick Sirianni, Eagles head coach, earlier this morning, his weekly radio appearance on WIP in Philadelphia saying, quote, He sprained his shoulder. He is attacking his rehab. We'll see what happens this week. Not something we deem long-term. So knowing that and knowing what we had heard from ESPN NFL insider Adam Schefter, that Hurts is expected to miss some time. Mm -hmm. Who knows if this is just competitive advantage, posturing that coaches tend to do. Would you play Jalen Hurts this weekend against the Dallas Cowboys for a chance to lock up the NFC's number one seed if it is strictly a pain management thing and the injury cannot get any worse? Whatever decision that Nick Sirianni Eagles are going to make, believe me, there's going to be plenty of conversation about it. If he can deal with the pain and it's not affecting his throwing motion because you brought the stat that after he had that injury against the Bears, he was 7-11 throwing the football for the Philadelphia Eagles. So whatever that sprain was didn't really affect him and also full of adrenaline and everything like that. If he can handle the pain, then I'm putting him out there. If he if he believes he can go out there and you got to see what he looks like in practice, if it doesn't look like he's compromised at all or that much, then I think you do play him. But I think also that there's certain things you can't run with Jalen Brun- Hurts. you got to make sure that if you're going to run the football with him, it has to be in scramble mode where the pressure's getting that he can get out of it. It can't be design runs. It can't be read options, stuff like that, and running into the thick of a defense, into the teeth of the defense. You have to make the defense chase him, not have him go chase at the defense. If he can handle the pain, if he can handle that management, and he doesn't show any kind of ill effects dealing with that sprain, then, yeah, if he wants to play, you put him out there. We're talking about a sprained shoulder. 
We don't know the severity of that sprain. If it's more than that, then the Eagles won't play him anyway. But if it's a slight sprain, he can handle it and deal with it. I say you put him out there. See, I just went through this for a couple weeks when Justin Fields, the quarterback of the Chicago Bears, a team that I cover for ESPN.com, had a similar injury, but it was on his non-throwing shoulder, so his left shoulder. He had an AC joint injury. It was a separated shoulder, so clearly the degree of it was not that much because it only cost him one game against the New York Jets. And I just feel like rest is always the right option, especially if you're a team that already has the NFC's number one seed all but locked up. They have three games remaining to do it. They need one win. So they're scheduled the rest of the way at Dallas on Christmas Eve, at home against the Saints New Year's Day, and then they close out Week 18 with the New York Giants division foe coming to Lincoln Financial Field. And at that point, I feel like by week 18, that's going to happen. But there are some scenarios, and I wanted to go and put this out there because we had some callers here earlier on the Dr. Pepper call-in line who asked, well, what happens if everything goes awry and they lose their next three games? So if if the Eagles were to lose their next three games, so again, Dallas, Saints, Mm -hmm. Giants, then they'd still have the number one seed unless Dallas, Mm -hmm. who they have a three-game lead on, were to win their next three as well. And even then, the Eagles would still have the five seed, and they would play the NFC South winner in the wild card round, which you know right now is the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. That should be easy enough in theory. Now, crazy, crazier things have happened in the NFL playoffs, I get it. as we know. But I just feel like you have to approach this with caution for Jalen Hurts to not make this thing worse than it could potentially be for right. a separated shoulder. Yeah, and that's and that's completely fair, but we don't know if he has a separated shoulder. We're only going by the intel that we have that is a sprained shoulder. Now, if it's a separated shoulder, that's more of a severe injury. But I'm also of the uh, I'm also in the camp that I fear the known, I leave the unknown alone because if I'm the Philadelphia Eagles, I'm not worried about the next 3 games. I'm worried about this weekend versus the Dallas Cowboys. You can only deal with what is in front of you. I'm not thinking about down the line in terms of, okay, what about this? What about this? If he is not healthy enough to play, that's the known or what is going mm-hmm. to be the known. Then you make that decision. If he believes he can go out there and you have him go through all the tests, you have him go through all the medical tests, you have all the opinions, you take that intel and you use that, then you're going to make an informed decision. We're not talking about an organization that is just going to do a fly-by-night thing when your most precious resource is your quarterback. This Eagles organization has shown under Nick Sirianni that they're going to make sure that the players are going to come first and the value and the health of those players are going to be paramount. If they don't believe that Jalen Hurts can go out there and play quarterback to the way they're used to seeing, they're not going to put him out there. But if they go out there and they see what he's been able to say, okay, it's a sprain, but he can deal with it, but they're not going to take him out of that game. It's not about in terms of, well, you got to sit the player for his own sake. This is the NFL. There are plenty of players playing with injuries this time of year. There are plenty of players that are playing with probably worse situations than Jalen Hurts. But because he plays quarterback and they're 13-1, and one, that's where this has gone in terms of that path thing. Should he play or should he not play? And what about his future near and far when it comes to Jalen Hurts? ESPN Radio is presented by Progressive Insurance. He's Freddie Coleman. I'm Courtney Cronin, and you are listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio and on ESPNU. So – I gave everybody a an MVP vote. Weigh okay. in on this. Dr. Pepper call in line, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. So, Freddie, I'm going to do the same courtesy for you. Here's right. your MVP vote. Yeah. If Jalen Hurts doesn't play the final three games of the regular season, 
who is your MVP or how would you vote using a 14-game sample size versus what we expect for Patrick Mahomes playing a full 17-game season and Josh Allen and then Joe Burrow weighing in that mix too. Yeah, Jalen Hurts is still number one for me. Number two is going to be Patrick Mahomes. Number three is going to be Josh Allen because he did play through an injured elbow. Mm -hmm. And all the games he played through other than that fourth quarter against the New York Jets, they won those games. Well, they did lose to the Minnesota Vikings where they had that game. They lost that lead. But he showed how valuable he is because we talk about guys making plays with their arm and their legs. I don't think anybody does that better right now than Josh Allen doing that whole thing because he has the ability to take over that game. So he'll be number three and Burrow will be number mm-hmm. four. But I got Hurts one, Mahomes two, Allen three, Burrow four. And I know that Jalen Hurts didn't have his best outing by any stretch, which is crazy when you talk about 300 passing yards and three rushing yeah. touchdowns against it, the Chicago it, Bears. In the NFL, by the way. In the NFL. But it also came – against a Chicago Bears secondary that played surprisingly really well and picked him off twice, which were his first two interceptions that he had thrown since Halloween. I think that you got to take a look at the total touchdown number for Jalen Hurts and where where he's at right now. He's got 22 touchdowns and five interceptions. That's a pretty good touchdown-interception ratio. Some people are going to look at other numbers, whether it's you know, overall passing yards, completion percentage, that's fine. Passer rating, you know, he's right behind Patrick Mahomes, three and four. QBR, yeah. Mahomes is number one. Jalen Hurts is number four. They're, it's splitting hairs at some point, but this is one of the closest MVP races that we've seen for quite some time. And I think it's going to be interesting here down the stretch because we do have a set of precedent that has been laid forth. It was nearly 20 years ago because Marshall Falk in 2000 was the MVP, one of the last running backs to win that award, and he only played 14 games. And then two years later, three years later, it was Peyton Manning and Steve McNair who split the MVP. And that was a season where McNair only played 14 games out of the total 16. So there is a precedent there that you don't have to play the full season. Now that is something I am curious what voters are going to expect to be the full threshold to make you eligible for the MVP. Because remember, Mm-hmm. Carson Wentz, yeah. Philadelphia Eagles quarter, former Philadelphia Eagles quarterback, was 13 games into the season yep. when he went down with an ACL injury, and he wasn't able to play during the year, the remainder of the year when they went on to win a Super Bowl. So I think that there, if you believe Patrick Mahomes is the MVP, you're going to vote for Patrick Mahomes. But if you believe that Jalen Hurts wholeheartedly through a 14-game sample size, and I'm saying if we don't see him the rest of the way, and even if we see him in like one or one game maybe, if you believe he's the MVP, I think you stick with that, being not just based on, well, he hasn't played a full slate because injuries happen. He still got this team to a 13-1 and record when he was healthy in his first 14 games. Here's the problem I've always had with uh, the MVP votings or Heisman Trophy votings and everything like that, we don't know what kind of criteria people are using because there's not one set of criteria that people are going to follow. Some people follow numbers. Some people follow Mm -hmm. impact. Whatever you decide what your criteria is, that's what you're bringing to your vote. People may feel that Patrick Mahomes is more valuable with Kansas City because he doesn't have Tyreek Hill, and people wonder how that was going to look. People are going to say that Jalen Hurts is more valuable because there are so many different things, running the football, also throwing the football. People may say the same thing about Josh Allen, the Buffalo Bills. People may say the same thing about Joe Burrow. His offensive line has gotten better, but he's been able to make big plays and big plays and big plays, and he's beaten Kansas City Chiefs three times in the calendar year. I've always believed it's not so much what the, what the player brings to the voters. 
It's what the voters bring to the players. Sure. And we don't know what kind of criteria people have in their minds and what their determination is when it comes to who's the MVP or who's a better MVP candidate about somebody else. I got a question. How, how much How much you guys think it will hurt his his case for MVP if the Eagles go and beat the Cowboys without him? In the it, people's it minds? It, that's yeah. it, that last You're going to get the system yeah. quarterback label exactly. on this guy. You're yeah. probably going to throw it at him, James. Yeah. Patrick McCoy. Oh, yeah, I'm waiting will. for it. Please because let it happen. It, that's all I want for Christmas. If Gardner Minshew goes out there and he throws for 300 yards and three touchdowns to the Cowboys on Saturday, that's going to do a lot to hurt Jalen Hurts' candidacy than anything that Patrick Mahomes or Josh Allen or Joe Burrow are going to do on the field. Mark my words, because that's yeah. how people think. Those things, so how valuable is he if that guy to back up, who is not a great quarterback, but he's not bad as a backup, if Gardner Minshew goes out there and lights the Cowboys behind on fire, that's going to hurt Jalen Hurts a lot worse than anything that Josh Allen, Patrick Mahomes, and Joe Burrow are going to do. Revving up that narrative already, Freddie. I got, I got it. I got it typed down on Twitter. Saying there's a draft, Mr. Grinch. This is all Fanduel's fault, but this is a different. Why is it Fanduel's fault? Ask James. He may or may not have Listen, a, a, a future in. Who knows? Yeah, I mean, I, I may <laughs> or may not have taken Patrick Mahomes oh, plus eight hundred before the. See, this is why we don't have. Season tr- this is why we don't have gifts under the tree because of you two. You two right there. That's why we can't have a good Christmas. I'm just saying. Just like, starting stuff. Hey, listen, I would take a split MVP <laughs> as long as I may or may not get the money that I'm Lies, like. lies, lies, and more lies. Thank you. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max is presented by Progressive Insurance. Save when you bundle motorcycle, RV, and boat insurance by visiting Progressive.com. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. If I give you Trevor Lawrence of Jacksonville or Justin Fields of the Chicago Bears, which quarterback would you choose to build your franchise around? I'm telling you, Trevor Lawrence, I'm just a height, weight, speed guy. Just over time, I want the bigger guy. They should have a longer shelf life. I love Justin Fields. I couldn't believe what he did the other day, some of the plays he made. <laughs> yeah. He's also really well built. I think they both have a chance to do really well. Jaguars have the Jets on Thursday night football. We'll get into that game here momentarily on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max, ESPN Radio and ESPNU, Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman. Pleased to be joined by Tony Baselli, Pro Football Hall of Famer, yeah, also man. an analyst for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And, and Tony, before we get into all things Duval, I want to ask you about Jalen Hurts and what Freddie and I were just talking about. How do you think this injury that he sustained to his throwing shoulder and we don't know how long he'll be out. But how do you think that hurts or helps or obviously can't help? How do you think it hinders his MVP chances? Well, I think it depends how long it is. I mean, if it's just a one-week deal, he comes back, misses out the season, I think, you know, it shouldn't be too big. I and mean, I heard you guys talking about it. What if Gardner Minshew comes and lights it up? Um, I don't think – I mean, maybe that hurts him a little bit. I think people definitely, you know, the voters will say, well, maybe it's he's a system, maybe it's all the town around him. But couldn't you say that about a lot of quarterbacks? I mean, most of the quarterbacks who are pretty good have good players around them. Um, and and so, for me, if I was voting, which I'm not, I would not let one game impact my voting for Jalen Hurts. I think right now he is the MVP um, leader. I mean, I think the year he's had, what he does with his arm, what he does with his feet, the the pressure he puts on a defense – I mean, that'll be a different offense with Gardner Minshew. I mean, Gardner Minshew can't do what Jalen Hurts does. I don't care if he has a great game. And, and by the way, Gardner Minshew's a good backup, like probably maybe right. one of the best backups in the NFL. I mean, he's a good player. But I'm, I wouldn't let one game sway me away from Jalen Hurts. 
Number one, Tony, congratulations being a Pro Football Hall of Famer. First Jaguar in history to do that. So, number one, let's get that congratulations for you. You well deserved, you. by the way. No doubt about that. Number two, you had a chance to see Gardner Minshew because he was cast off by Urban Meyer. Terrible coach, worst human being, in my opinion. You had a chance to see him go from that to where he is. What is it like to see a guy that was really kicked out of the league by that coach but could determine exactly what the Eagles could look like if he's able to play this weekend versus Dallas? Well, I mean, Gardner's a competitor now. I mean, he has limitations. I mean, just from as far as arm strength and and stuff that, you know, kind of an individual's born with, let's put it that way. I mean, but he is smart. Um, he will do a good job out there. He will understand where to go with the football. Um, I mean, he's better than a handful of starters in this league, um, in my opinion. And he's a great backup. And so the the – power or the benefit of having a guy like Gardner Minshew is if your starter does get hurt, you don't feel like, Oh crap. It's, you know, there goes, <laughs> you know, you know, we all follow teams that have been in that situation. And so he can come in there, fill, fill the shoes of Jalen Hurts short term, but they'll be, they can't do everything they want to do in the zone read. He just is not as athletic as Jalen. Talking with Tony Baselli, former left tackle for the Jacksonville Jaguars pro football hall of famer, joining Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman here on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Let's talk about what happened with the Jags last weekend when they beat the Dallas Cowboys. Trevor Lawrence, after throwing that interception in the third quarter, rattles off three straight touchdown drives in less than nine minutes of game time. What impressed you the most about what you saw from the QB? Well, it's not just this past weekend. I mean, I think it's been the whole year. Um, I mean, we were just talking about Urban Meyer. I mean, I don't think people appreciate what a disaster it was with Urban Meyer. I mean, bad football coach. I'm not a fan of him as a human being. Some of the things he did and the way, what he was like in that building. Um, and so the, you have a franchise quarterback coming in, and he was asked to do things that he shouldn't be asked to do last year. Like, he was the spokesman. He was like the most mature person in the building under Urban Meyer. And so I said all along coming into the season, like, you have to treat this like your, his rookie season. He finally has a real head coach. Doug Peterson is an absolute rock star as a head coach. He has a good coordinator, Press Taylor. Mike McCoy is a quarterback coach, former OC and head coach. So they put, like, good people around him. Mm-hmm. And what you've seen, it was a little bit of a rough start, but he's gotten better each week. In the last five weeks, he might be the best quarterback in the NFL. I and mean, that's how good he's playing right now. And – and it's the first time probably since Mark Brunel that you have a franchise quarterback in Jacksonville and a quarterback that you're going to be able to grow with and you're going to be able to compete every year because he's under center. I mean, that's how good he's playing right now. And so it didn't surprise me at all uh, of what he did against Dallas. Mm-hmm. I mean, I go back to the Denver game in London where he played absolutely awful. Worst right. game of the season. And, and it was what I loved about it, not the game, but afterwards – he has such maturity, and he's so mentally tough. He took that and got better. And so now, like, he threw a pick in the game. It was a terrible throw, bad decision. He missed the crossing route. But you know what? He kind of shakes it off, goes back. Um, all right, we're good. And then even more impressive, the big fumble he had where he's trying to, you know, extend the play and, and go figure out how to get a touchdown to win the whole thing. Defense gets the three and out, and he comes right back in unfazed. And so the maturity level is – off the charts and his talent is off the charts. And as he gets more and more comfortable of understanding and seeing the defense and he'll just react quicker and quicker because he's a real smart kid too. So I love Trevor Lawrence. I think he's a rock star. I think, you know, 
next year, the year after, he'll be in the conversation with Burrow, Mahomes, Allen, and that group. That's how good he is. More than ever before, and Tony, you know this, having played in the league and now being an analyst for not only Jasper Jaguars, but also for Westwood One, you'll have the call on Thursday night between the Jets and the Jaguars. I always say the NFL is not week to week. It's second by second. You can be top one second, and then the next second you're like, oh, my God, how do we get out of playoff race? It's more of a how soon is now mentality with the Jasper Jaguars, and that's been really, really pushed ahead further. How soon is now for this team where they can look at themselves and say, we can compete and not just in the AFC South? Yeah, I think I mean, they're the best team in the South. I mean, I think that's clear in my opinion. Hmm. Now, can they go compete with the big boys? And I think Thursday night's a huge test for them. They beat Dallas. It was they played they they and we going in. We talked about at least on our broadcast. It, the only chance they had of winning that game was a shootout because their defense is just not great right now. Right. It's just not. And, and so now you have a whole different animal going into into New York. You have the Jets, who aren't great offensively. Looks like Zach Wilson's going to start. You know, see so if the number one pick is the two pick of last year. Um, but they struggle to score points. But that defense is lights out. Third in yards, second in scoring. And so now all of a sudden you go in from shootout mode to like, okay, we got to go play a smart football game. Can we win on a short week? Or it's going to be cold. It's going to be gritty. It's going to be physical. And can we go win a 2017 or 17-14 football game against the New York Jets? So this is a huge test. I like where they sit. They control their own destiny. And I think what people forget, there was a six-game stretch where they were one and five. In those games, they lost. They had the lead in the fourth quarter at every game. And they ended up losing every game for five of the six because they couldn't make a stop in the last five minutes or they couldn't finish the game. And so they should be. They should have a better record than they do. I don't think they've won a game that they should have lost. They've lost plenty that they should have won. And so, but this will be a big test for them. It's, it's going to be a good matchup. From one and five to six and eight, the number ten team currently in the AFC, just outside the playoff picture. The Jaguars' remaining schedule: Jets at Texans, and then they finish out the season with AFC South foe Tennessee coming to town. He is Tony Baselli, Pro Football Hall of Famer, and you can hear him on the call of Thursday Night Football: Jaguars at Jets on Westwood One Radio Network. Tony, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate it. Congrats, Hall of Famer. Hey. Hey, thanks, guys. Thanks for having me. You're listening to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, and ESPNU. Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman, sitting in for the guys on this Tuesday morning. We're going to get to some of the tweets that you guys sent, both myself and Freddie. At Courtney R. Cronin is my handle. At Coleman ESPN is Freddie's. At Key, J, and Max is the show's handle. Give us a name for the craziness that we saw between the Patriots and the Raiders. <laughs> that final play. How did it unfold? I call it. I called it the lunatic lateral. But we've got some good ones rolling in on Twitter. We're going to read those on the show coming up next. But straight ahead, John Morant ready to put on a show on the big Christmas Day stage. We'll get into that slate and more here on ESPN Radio and ESPNU. This is Keyshawn Johnson from Keyshawn J. Will and Max. Wishing you a happy holiday season from all of us here at ESPN Radio. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. 
You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Have you ridden an electric e-bike yet? You need to check out Electric E-Bikes today, the number one selling e-bike in America. Two things stand out that bikers love about electric. Number one, the majority of their models come pre-assembled, so you don't need to be a bike savant to ride them. Number two, electric wants to empower riders to spend more time exploring outside on their bikes, so they've made range a priority. Long-range batteries allow riders to hit typically around 65 miles of range or up to 150 miles on some models. Bonus, electric has purposefully priced their bikes to be affordably awesome. So you don't have to break the bank to get these sweet rides. See why people who have made the switch to electric bikes have fallen in love with biking again by visiting electricebikes.com. That's l e c t r i c ebikes.com. A great slate of games, let me tell you. The NBA still owns Christmas Day. The NFL's trying to impede on their territory, but my goodness, we have a great slate of games coming your way on ABC and ESPN and ESPN Radio throughout Christmas Day in the NBA. Keyshawn, Jay Will and Max, Courtney Cronin, Freddie Coleman sitting in for the guys on this Tuesday morning is always presented by Progressive Insurance. And we're pleased to welcome in Joe Dumars, Pro, Pro Basketball Hall of Famer, NBA Executive Vice President and Head of Basketball Operations. And, Joe, before we get to talking about John Morant on the Christmas Day stage, big stage for them when they when the Memphis Grizzlies play the Denver Nuggets, I wanted to ask you about what to make of the ejection on Saturday because I know we've heard a couple different things. Josh said that he was talking to a fan in Oklahoma City. Uh, there was reports that the fan just said, hey, let's go. And Ja was apparently ejected, according to him, for criticizing the officials. He said that he couldn't do much because the refs had missed a call. Now, obviously, this this is kind of a, a ticky-tack situation and toes a fine line here as far as what officials are allowed to eject players over. What do you make, though, of this situation because even last night we saw Luka Doncic and Jason Kidd get kicked out of a game for for saying stuff to officials as well. So I think that um, what what we try to look at the league office, I'll just say this. Now, I, I don't want to get really specific about either one of them because when you are investigating it and looking into it, you don't want to go on radio and say, here's what we're saying in the investigation. So, But I will answer your question in general, which is a good question, and that is, we want guys to be into it. Guys can talk. They can do things. Uh, you know, they're going to get heated. They're going to get emotional. It's simply when you cross a line. And I would just simply say in general, and I'm not talking about Jai or uh, Luca at this point, but to answer your question, it's really about when they cross the line. What's the line and when is it crossed? And that's what your investigations are. That's what you look into it for and find out, okay, what really happened here? Let's hear all sides of what's really happened, and then we can make a determination. But that's really what it is, Courtney, just about where that line is and when it's crossed. 
Joe, you heard a lot of stuff when you played because I can't even imagine what fans just said to bit. you. Just yeah. a little bit. I just can't imagine bit. what fans said to you in New York when you played for Detroit or in Chicago uh, when you played for the Pistons. What is it like to see that line being moved in modern basketball compared to when you played with the Detroit Pistons? Everything has moved since I played. You know what I mean? The stuff of play, everything has. And nothing stays the same. The game evolves. Fans evolve. Players evolve. All of this stuff evolves, you know, and I, I literally don't try to live in the past when I played because right. I know this is a different league now. The game is played different now. I embrace it. I accept it. Uh, but to your point, though, yeah, the line has moved, and we stay up to date with it. So entering week 10 of the NBA season, there are zero teams in the Western Conference right now that have won more than two straight games. Meanwhile, over in the Eastern Conference, you've got a handful of winning streaks here. The New York Knicks, seven consecutive wins. Brooklyn, six. And the Orlando Magic, six. When you take a look at these teams, maybe a little bit further down, uh, I guess, the, the power rankings for Eastern Conference teams, which of those and their win streaks stand out to you most and why? Well, any time a young team gets on the roll, I think I don't know if, if Orlando won last night or not, but any time a young team gets on the roll, it catches your attention. Mm-hmm. A veteran team, you expect them to get on rolls at some point. They they always do. But when a young team gets on the roll, uh, those are the ones that, that catch your eye because something is going on there. And, you know, you saw that, you know, a couple of years ago, let's say with a team like Memphis. And they're still a young team, but – Early on, when you see young teams starting to get on roads, you know ah, they got a future here uh, because it's hard to win multiple games in a row in the NBA. Every night, you know, anybody can knock you off. I mean, like it, it's not like you, you're walking in here uh, and you're playing a Division II school. This, this is all NBA basketball, all big-time players, uh, and so you can lose any night. So to get on a roll and, and win streak is not easy to do. He won the NBA Finals MVP back in 1989, two-time NBA champion and basketball Mm -hmm. Hall of Famer Joe Dumars, now NBA Executive Vice President, Head of Basketball Operations, joining Freddie Cohen and Courtney Cronin on Keyshawn, Jamal, and Max on ESPN Radio. When I say Joel Embiid of the Philadelphia 76ers, Joe, what do you say? Dominant big man. I I, I mean, I really enjoy watching him play. Uh, You know, inside game, outside game, can defend the rim, big, strong guy, you know, presence in the paint. You know, he can go out and just dominate a game. And, he, you know, he's a little bit, not I don't want to say 100%, Freddie, but he's a little bit of a throwback because you have to deal with him in that paint. Sure. And if you're not ready to defend him in that paint, he will dominate the game all night long. And there's not a lot of guys like that in the NBA, but he's he's the one that if you put him in that paint and you're not ready to defend him. You don't have a game plan to defend him. He can dominate. Joe, the Christmas Day slate, we had mentioned it before, Bucks celtics the class that those two are in right now in the Eastern Conference. That matchup, Giannis versus Tatum, happening on Christmas Day. Mm. What should we be looking for in this one? So uh, this is a um, – Courtney, this is a conversation that I had before the season, just in general, not about Christmas Day. And one of the things I talked about was young teams on on the come up and veteran teams trying to hold on to their to their status, right? And so I was looking at the list of games on Christmas. Yeah. And just about every one of them, 
is led by a young guy versus a veteran guy, that's that that that's going to be a clash, and that's what I look at. I look at the veteran teams, or the teams that's led by the veteran, or uh, versus the team that's led by the young guy, and so that's what's going to be interesting to see. Um, so you got Giannis, who's more of a veteran now, and you got Tatum, who's a young guy on the rise now. And if you look at some of the other games, you have that in just about every game. Those are the things that that, that catch my eye, and I pay attention to that to see how a young team is going to handle the Christmas Day stage because it's, you know, as you guys were saying when we were coming on here, it's the stage. I mean, Christmas Day is the game. It's the day that you know everybody is watching the NBA. How did you handle it? Uh, it was exciting, fun for me. Uh, I think we played in New York one year. Uh, I played in New York, and it was it was just uh, amazing for me. You know, and I think the New York game for me was the first time I played in. I think I played one or two Christmas Day games, but it, it's it's a it's a heck of a fun game. I'm telling you, man. It, it, wow. You get up for that game. I, I don't care who you are. You're not. You know. You shouldn't see anybody come out and and lack of days of play at all in a game like this. Christmas Day, you have to play because you're one of the elite teams. Uh, I, I think that's why you see great games on Christmas Day. Should be a slate of some great ones coming up in four days from yeah. now. He is mm-hmm. Joe Dumars, Pro Basketball Hall of Famer and current NBA Executive oh. Vice President and Head of Basketball Operations, joining Courtney Cronin and Freddie Coleman here on KJM. Mm-hmm. Joe, thanks so much for the time. Appreciate the insight. Thank you, guys. I'll go ahead and correct myself so all of you who are tuning in on Christmas Day don't freak out wondering where Nikola Jokic is. (laughs) The Grizzlies play the Nuggets tonight, 9 p.m. Eastern time. They actually have two more games before they're on our airwaves on Christmas Day. Grizzlies, Nuggets tonight, Grizzlies, Suns on Friday, and then the nightcap on Saturday, that game on ESPN (laughs) and ABC. Grizzlies and Warriors, the countdown to NBA Christmas Day, Five consecutive games on ESPN and ABC beginning noon Eastern time and ESPN radio are doubleheaded at 4.30 Eastern time. The Bucks and the Celtics followed by the Grizzlies and the Warriors, the NBA on ESPN radio. Coming up next, one of our show staff already got a lump of coal in his stocking. We'll explain that next. From your radio to your smart speaker and phone. Now playing ESPN radio. Or watch on ESPN2. Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Live weekday morning starting at 6 Eastern on ESPN Radio and on ESPN2. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21-plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. 
We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. This is Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. Good luck finding a tie, Dan. Yeah, because you look you, like a the, creep. The, yeah, the last thing you need to be is on. There's a bunch of extra clothing in that closet. Yeah. yeah. I don't yeah. like the way you look, Dan. Yeah. First of all, I don't like the way your face looks. Second of all, Ouch. you got a full zip up. And Freddie, you're wearing a hoodie. Y'all telling me to wear a tie. If you didn't have a tie on, it's fine. I it's lost it. It's the collar. It's, the, it's just the shirt. Yeah. It's something about the shirt. Yeah, the tie The tie right now, is so, someone's got a free tie. Yeah. Keyshawn, you don't have any of your, your um, product ties here? Oh, how did you get those headsets around those ears? Wow. I don't like your face. We're really nice to each other. I promise you. It's all love here at Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max on Not ESPN yesterday. Radio, <laughs> ESPN app, and ESPNU. You can click more on the lower right-hand corner on the ESPN app and scroll down to live radio, and that's where you find myself, Courtney Cronin, and Freddie Coleman on this glorious but chilly Tuesday morning, depending upon where you are. I'm in Chicago, and I am oh. Oh. seeing smokestacks coming from the buildings outside my window over there, knowing them about to step out in 20 degrees. Weather. Oh, I think young we lady. got a blizzard yeah. coming here on yeah. Friday, Freddie. Yeah. Wait until Saturday what? when it's minus 11 wind chill factor when the Bears and the Bills play on Saturday in Chicago. Oh, Wait. my goodness. Wait, ten, my friend. Ten inches of snow, I think, is what they're expecting what? us uh, to have. Yeah. So, yeah, white Christmas indeed if a blizzard's your thing. Uh, <laughs> and apparently what, it's not what, yours. Definitely <laughs> not mine. But what my thing is this morning, and I have asked you guys to weigh in on Twitter, my handle at Courtney R. Cronin, Freddie's at Coleman ESPN, and our show handle at Keith. J and Max on Twitter. We need some nicknames for this Pats and Raiders ending. I came up with the lunatic lateral because I like alliteration, uh-huh. but I've been asking you guys to weigh in. And Freddie, we got some good ones here. We're yeah. going to start with G- at Gmall456. Okay. Can we go with the Patriots panic play? So that you at oh, least gave good. me my, you gave me some alliteration there. Yeah. And we did say that Ramondre Stevenson and Jacoby Myers both panicked mm-hmm. in on that. Um, this one from Clay Clayton Lenson, how about the logo lateral? Another great good. one because they're literally at the 50, yep. 45, 50 yard That's line. That's pretty good. Yep. I still think yours is the win in the clubhouse, but I like that one. Go on. So so somebody else had uh, another L alliteration with the lateral. This is from at JetBlue Smooth. How about we call mm. it the ludicrous lateral? Roll out. <laughs> I'm sorry. You mentioned ludicrous. I just had to break Yeah, Chandler the Jones rolled out all the way into the end zone. Roll uh, out. Glad that he got that play done justify that contract nonetheless i digress by the way um, real quick about that i forgot who it was on get up yesterday when they said hey mac jones how about make a tackle dude mac jones a quarterback please? he ain't a lineman he I did not expect made... that ball to be back I, there that's like asking when this when crazy nonsense happens on special teams that's asking the punter to yeah. do the same thing and Thank you, you just can't rely on guys Thank who are not you. built to be tackling they don't tackle that often yeah. they probably don't do any sort of tackling yeah. dummy drills yeah. in practice mac jones's mac jones's life flashed in front of his eyes when he saw the ball and then saw Chandler Jones with said ball, and there was nothing between him and Chandler Jones with green grass and fresh air. He was like, wait a minute. My name's Bennett. I don't want to be in this. 
Yeah. No, th- thanks, the, Jacoby. You're the Patriot fan being mad at Mac Jones for not making the tackle. You know, if Patriot you're, fan. No, right nobody's Alan. blaming oh. Mac. No one's Freddie blaming. Freddie and I are on the Alan same page. No, that we're not a Patriot fan, and Alan's not doing the same Patriot thing either. Alan. He's not blaming I'm Mac Jones. Talk, I'm an Eagles talk, fan. Patriot I'm talking fan, for Jerry. Alan. Jerry's blaming Mac Jones. I'm absolutely blaming Mac Jones because may Why? or may not have affected the over and stuff Dude. like that. But okay, here you go. You're in front of Chandler Jones, bro. So what? Irrational Patriot fan. Not like he's playing free safety he was a quarterback he didn't he's a football player but most like Deion Sanders said some dudes make business decisions he didn't make a business decision. He I don't think you know choice. what hit him. I think that exactly. he panicked and had no clue the ball that Chandler Jones' big self was just barreling down on him. Yeah, and then he gave him the Heisman. Singing that ludicrous song in his head. He was um, laying down prior to him coming. Well, down. there you like, oh, go. I'm going to get. I'm going to get out the way because I don't want to tackle nobody. He, he, stiff armed into Dude, he oblivion. got stiffed armed to the ground. He looked like a tree on Arbor Day. After Chandler Jones was done with him. The stiff arm swindle. That's mine. That's, Wait, we don't cut down trees on yeah. Arbor Day. Well, Mac Jones was cut down like a tree on Arbor Day. That's what he looked like. Okay. Got a few more here. How about the toss for the loss? This came from Wardo Red Eyes. Yep. Um, this one I really like, but I don't even know how to really say it. Okay. At Michael K. Walker. Yeah. Patriots, like Patriot idiots <laughs> in one word. That's um, good. I am a big fan of that one. Yep. Um, Stone Lebenowitz says Sin City Stunner. Yeah. That's pretty good. The Immaculate Misconception that's, is that's from really WB underscore MC7. That's really good. I, I'm a big fan. We got yeah. the Sin City Stunner. That's one that we've hit, like that. heard earlier. Yep. Sin City Miracle. Mm-hmm. Um, the Laxative. Oh, lateral wow that's kind of a gross image that's that i have in my head there from m-i-z-h-2-o well now we all have it now yeah thanks guys appreciate <laughs> it that snuck up on us like christmas snuck up on us and uh ellen yates in studio i know that we've seen you on tv you got a hat on is there a reason for that well <laughs> there are plenty so, of reasons for it you yeah. want to explain you yourself explain here? yourself so this is all because of shannon this is all shannon's fault. why are you blaming shannon because for your shannon, for your follically challenged situation because here shannon, shannon brought to my attention yeah. obviously you know christmas has crept up on us yeah. and he tried to cut his own hair this past weekend look like a dalmatian i'm like <laughs> man i forgot to schedule a haircut appointment so now uh, i'm going into christmas in less country uh-huh. if you listen to country we need it yeah if, yeah country in bristol help out i'm gonna get a haircut if not i'm gonna have to go no cut and it's like uh-uh. it's a bad job yo yeah it is so you're so you're the, if you is. go no cut do you take pictures for Christmas? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You I, I like part oh, of it. You're not gonna be antisocial. Oh, so you're brave. I like that. Yeah, I Respect. like to think that like I got high frequency. Okay. I'm not facially challenged. No, so you're I should not. be cool. Yeah, you should be. <laughs> I should be cool. You're not facially challenged. You are yeah, the, the modest person you said that you're not facially challenged, so I like that. Just I'm just saying. But I mean it it sucks <laughs> though, because like like Courtney said earlier, like mm-hmm. you like to feel good and look good on holidays. Right. I, if you look good, I, I think you play I always good. look good, but and then you get I got, a, I got a baby fro. If yeah. it get cold, if I get sweaty a little bit, it gets put, a little damp. Put it this way. If the fro's not tight, it could affect the gifts you get at Christmas. But I'm thinking, I can't get that guy. Well, hopefully they I in need the to mail. give him a gift certificate to like cuts R Us or something. Hopefully they in the mail to get. Yeah, because Yates know, has been dealing with an uh, yeah, you, you, postal carrier postal issue. I'm not yes. about to throw out who it is, but <laughs> he's been on the phone during every break here this morning trying to yeah. make sure this package. It's a package from Keyshawn, is yeah, it yeah, not? Yeah. 
No, this is a package that I bought, but they actually yeah. just called me, the whole callback thing, and then they hung up. So this, that's just great. Oh, I, I, no. See, oh, that's the thing. Really? They got to have the callback number because, like, you were probably on air yeah. um, and talking with us about your hair, and they couldn't yeah. they couldn't yeah. pick it up. No, you know, the, I answered, and they were like, uh, yeah. and yeah. they hung up the phone. Cor- Corny, for the last oh, 90 minutes, God. all I've heard in the background, the, please press one. Please press two. Boop. I've heard that in the last 90 minutes. Well, <laughs> for <hour>. number two. <laughs> <laughs> Like, what number? Sounds high just on like that. Show? Well, I hope you get your package because yes. I don't want Christmas to be ruined, especially if right. you go over two on package and yeah. haircut. Yeah, if, if your hair is ruined, oh, that stinks. If your packages don't get there, that's just a bad double play, man. That's a bad beat. Hope you, bad don't, joy, hope you don't have to battle a snowstorm a with joy. that as no, well. We, no, we're getting rain here in Connecticut. Y'all getting all that snow. Y'all can, y'all can well, keep that. Snow won't keep Tuesday, me though. off air coming up the next couple of days. Freddie and I are back here tomorrow on Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max. <laughs> Appreciate you listening this morning on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Coming up next, Greeny, have a good Tuesday. Listen to Keyshawn, J. Will, and Max live everywhere you are. Download the ESPN app. Tap the More tab on the bottom right. Scroll down and tap Live Radio. ESPN Radio, everywhere you are. You are.